Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. Hello, I'm Lucy Porter, and am I being unreasonable to want a nap? No, that is never unreasonable, mm. Lucy. I'm Asma Mir, and I'm definitely not being unreasonable to miss shopping at CNA. I had a padded gilet from CNA. <laughs> Bloody loved it. This podcast is your definitive guide to one of the UK's most loved and celebrated forums, courtesy of Mumsnet. Lucy and I come together every week with the help of celebrity and expert guests to celebrate Am I Being Unreasonable and its users. Sounds more than reasonable to me. <laughs> Hello, we are back after a glorious two weeks of perusing our favourite online forum. Yeah, I've got to say, it's an impossible task trying to select just two subjects, mm. as so much has caught our eye. But we couldn't resist talking about the hilariously rubbish excuses you've been given. Or have given. And In my case, <laughs> I'm going to be confessing oh, to ones that I yes. have done. Mm-hmm. And we checked out the classic threads board where there's a lot of hate for sentient household appliances. Oh, yeah, I have got some gadgets Brrr. around my home that have it in for me and there will be swearing uh, I should point out that if you're squeamish about swearing look away later we'll, we'll tell you when it's going to get sweary um, and our A-list adjudicator takes the form of comedian and entirely reasonable being Nick Helm I cannot wait to see. I mean he's furious at the best of times Nick so goodness knows what this is going to do to him now Asma, I would love to kick things off today, mm. but I've actually I've got to go and clear my guttering. It's really important. What? Just can't wait. Hang on a sec. How long is that going to take? Anyway, zero out of ten for that excuse, Lucy. Quite <laughs> frankly, but some of the responses left on the forum were at least two out of ten. After someone asked Abu to ask for hilariously crap excuses you've been given. Now wait for it, Lucy. Mm-hmm. I have an old school friend, says the poster, who I have very sporadic contact with via email. I've got a few of them. When I contacted her for a catch-up recently, I made some reference to, we must get together sometime, as you do. No, no, never do that. She emailed (laughs) me back a few days later with her news, but added that she couldn't commit to getting together this year. (laughs) Not this year. (laughs) (laughs) Because last year, a pipe in her adult daughter's bedroom had leaked 
and she needed to <laughs> decorate her room. That's obviously going to take a year. Wow. Uh, she doesn't have a job or any dependent children, just to be clear. <laughs> it made me laugh anyway. So what totally silly excuses have no. you been offered? I feel for that woman. I feel, you know, she's got something <laughs> pending. I always have that. Where, well, at some point, I'm going to get round to cleaning the back of the fridge. So uh, probably best put all social plans on hold. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't happened in my lifetime, but it might. Work. Now, I, oh, I mean... I, I do love it. I there's someone here. I worked with someone who disappeared for two weeks, then arrived back with a suntan. He said he lost his keys and mobile on the way back from work. Then his housemate left in the middle of the night for a holiday, locking the door behind him. And he was stuck in his house without any way of contacting anyone for two whole weeks. The shamelessness of some of them. That's the thing. It's absolute shamelessness. He was locked in his house. For two weeks. For two couldn't weeks. Contact with a sunbed. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I mean, hello. <laughs> um. Maybe the window. There was a generous south-facing window that he opened to get a tan. Possibly. Uh, this is one I love this. Uh, a colleague's reason for being late was that one of the hamsters had been having a lion. Oh. And she'd have to wait for him to get up before she could change his bedding. Not even the husband. The hamster. <laughs> that is fair enough. Yanbu. Yanbu. That is absolutely little hamsters. You need to look after the animals. This one oh. I love. Someone said, being in charge of the late book in a primary school, a parent arriving with three children at 9.30am said, sorry we're late, we've had some bad news. I formed my face into a suitable sorrowful one to sympathise with the death of a grandparent or a family pet to be told, JLS have split up. <laughs> <laughs> JLS. I don't even re- I mean, it's not even take that, is it? It's not even the sugar babes. It's JLS. Even JLS didn't cry when they split up. The thing it? is, I can understand that the children might have been upset, but just to say we've had some bad news, it's just wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. We've had we've had some bad yeah. news, JLS. Um, a member of my team went AWOL. I tried calling her and I got that ringtone you get when you're abroad. Uh, oh, it's such a giveaway. classic giveaway. Uh-huh. She told me that she'd had an urgent operation. I asked her why her phone had the ringtone as if she was abroad. She said um, that uh, post-op pain was so bad that she went to see a cousin that lives in Amsterdam so she could get high to <laughs> numb the pain. <laughs> but she'd forgotten to mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm suffering oh. from a bit of post-op pain myself at the moment. I <laughs> hop on the plane. Um, I love this one. A boyfriend ended it with me when we were early 20s as he was going travelling. He didn't want to do long distance and it was for the best. I was pleased he was honest. Except he never went travelling. We spent every weekend in the same pubs with the same friends, neither of us speaking or mentioning that he was to be in bloody Belize. I love it. Do you know what? They, um, this reminds me of one of my very own. Mm. That was a friend of mine was seeing someone and she thought it was going very well. And they were meant to meet up one night and he texted her and said, I'm really sorry, something's come up urgently at the last minute. Um, I'll call you tomorrow and explain. And then she, after that text message, a second later, got another text message oh, no. saying, I've told her that something urgent's come oh! up. So what yes. time are we going to meet? And she oh. had to do the... Th- I, th- I don't think he even bothered to... So I, He must have known what he'd done. Oh. And she was like, anyway. I feel a bit sad and empty. Oh, God, it's horrible, isn't it? Oh, Some God. of those... <laughs> Thing is, though, have you, have you given any 
you know. Oh, really I'm. Ta- I'm the. Co- I mean, I could go on all day, Asma. <laughs> One of my faves is my friend Tina and I used to work in the same office mm. in the early noughties, and um, we were quite bad. We were quite naughty in the noughties. <laughs> And um, so one night we were going out for a drink after work and we had a few relaxing tinctures and, we, you know, we, we looked quite deeply into the glass that mm. night. And um, it was like a Wednesday or something, <laughs> yeah, like midweek madness. And um, so towards the end of the night, Tina said, God, you know, I just cannot face going into work tomorrow. Oh. I cannot face it. And we were, our boss was actually really nice, but there was another woman in the office who hated us. And at the time we thought, oh, she hates us because she's jealous because we're so young and fun. Whereas now with the benefit of age, I think, no, she hated us. Because you were we always were drunk. Lazy, drunk, <laughs> feckless layabout. <laughs> anyway, so um, so and Tina was like, oh, you know, we've got it. I've got to go in. I really don't want to go in. You know, blah blah blah. And I said, look, why don't you stay in? Right, you don't go to work. And what we'll do is, I'll say that you've got food poisoning because it's the classic, isn't it? You can't prove it. And I'll say, look, we went out. You got food poisoning, so I'll go in and tell them in the office tomorrow, and then you can just have the. And then you don't even need to get up and do the phone in and do the sick voice because you, you, you know, I'll say she was so ill that I know she's not going to come in, right? So next day, and we say off on goodbyes and tip up. And the next day, I'm feeling shocking, but I get into work and I tell everyone, and I'm like, oh my god, we went out last night, and because um, we knew they'd seen us leave, they knew we were going out, so I thought uh. this is great, this is golden. So I said, yeah, we did go out, but about eight o'clock, we'd had seafood and these prawns oh my god Tina was so well and I used all my storytelling ability to create this picture you know I the, the you could basically you could you could hear the the fluid splattering on the pavement it was all you know <laughs> incredible work of fiction anyway so I've done all of this and then about five minutes later in comes Tina. Oh no! Right, and breezy as anything. Oh no! She's obviously and and I look at and I and then everyone's kind of looking at me, looking at <laughs> Tina, and Tina is the picture of health. And she comes in, she sits down. I, I mean, and I'm looking at her, just trying to catch her eye. And what the hell? Are you, why are you here? So then someone says, "Hi, hey, are you all right? Are you all right, Tina?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah." Clearly, just completely oh, forgotten the plan God. that we made and a struggled into work so then I had to in front of the office full of people um sort of deliver the kind of expositional dialogue you only get in a bad American daytime (laughs) soap opera where I'm like oh Tina gosh you've recovered but when I left you at 8 p.m last (laughs) night after we'd had those prawns, you seemed so ill. I didn't expect we'd see you today. And the rest of the office, obviously everyone has clocked, except bloody Tina, who's still looking at me. And then the light goes off with her and she's like, oh, oh God. yes, well, I was so ill. But then I suddenly felt better and I thought I'd come into it. And it was just mortifying. But the brilliant thing was the woman who hated us, like you could see, she was itching to report mm, us yeah. or to. But, but you hadn't done anything wrong. Th- she was there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Did you was... kill Tina? Oh my god! I really hope you did. I hope got... you force-fed her prawns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even the worst thing she did. We'll have it. I'll... <laughs> Tina stories may well that's emerge. Another, yeah, that's, like, that's another series. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to have to prepare you for this one. This one is extraordinary. It's all very well when you phone in sick and you think, oh, I've got to think of a good excuse, got to think of something that's unchallengeable. Mm. Someone has posted on Abu. 
I used to manage a large team and really thought I'd heard them all until I took this call. I cannot come in as I have thrush and cannot close my legs. <laughs> oh what? My God. Too much information. <laughs> Well, you don't need to close your legs, do you? Six. Works for me. I mean, I've had thrush, but I don't. I mean, <laughs> so why? Jesus. I've had jobs where you didn't need to close your legs, but <laughs> I mean, come on. That's a very weird one. <laughs> oh my god! That's just too much, isn't it? I mean, just, sorry everyone. I'm sorry that you had to hear that. Let's move on to. Let's go cute now. Let's go cute. Um, this is a very sweet one, in contrast. So, uh, Dee Dee, darling daughter, told her reception teacher she was late to school because we'd moved house to America near Disneyland and it takes a long time to get to school now. <laughs> I love that. Just completely made up. I get that with my daughter, who is now eight, that she is always encouraging me. If we're late for something, she gets very anxious about being oh. late. But she's like, tell them, mummy, tell them that um, it was the traffic or tell them that uh, there was a train. Maybe there was a, was there a delay on the train? There was something in front of the train and she's oh, coming up with yes. all this stuff and I'm like no we just be honest and yeah. say mummy didn't get her shit together in time Not <laughs> mummy shit. was still snoring yeah mummy at half past eight in. mummy can't really time manage very well and that's why we're late can I finish with this one because oh. I think this is an absolute evil genius and this is what I love about Abu is that you just you get life advice sometimes good wholesome life advice and sometimes devious like this Someone says, many years back, I worked in a pub full time and had to do every Saturday night and Sunday lunch shifts. One, brackets many, Saturday, there was a gig on that I really wanted to go to. So I called in sick, stating that I'd twisted my ankle and couldn't walk on it. Another great one that very difficult to prove, you know, you're not getting anyway. She goes on. This covered me for the Saturday night and the Sunday lunch, brackets hangover time. To make it seem believable when I went to work for the next three days, I'd put a small stone in my shoe the correct oh, foot well done. so that I walk with a pronounced limp very good totally doing that now absolutely I've just got to remember not to use it on you Asma <laughs> I'll be like right empty your <laughs> shoes yeah let's have a look <laughs> <laughs> oh man the things we did but mostly as children I have to say as fine as children but Lucy as adults no 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 you can't do these things <laughs> you can't <laughs> I, I know I think because I'm someone who was given rubbish excuses more than been on the receiving end uh, this is why I'm much more sympathetic okay. in this thread than you fair are enough, well. fair enough fair we'll, enough we'll, we'll let you off <laughs> Now, any thread which reaches the giddy heights of classic status has got to be worth talking about. And this one is inspired. It's from the classic threads. And now get ready for some swearing mm -hmm. because this one, it's going to be sweary. Like proper grown up lady swearing. Yeah, if you're listening to this with the kids, mm. then make your excuses. Kids, look over there. Free sweets. <laughs> Free Haribo in the other room. Off you go. Uh, so this is someone complaining about their toaster. My toaster shits crumbs everywhere, no matter how often you clean it out. I swear it holds them back and waits for an inconvenient moment to let rip. My hoover is a fucking clumsy twat as well. It keeps tripping over its own lead and pulling its plug out. Oh, yes. Anyone else got a deep hatred of their so-called labour-saving devices? So that was the original post that kicked off what is undeniably a classic and very sweary Mumsnet thread about household appliances. And I relate so hard to this. So my tumble dryer is an asshole. 
It stops every 20 minutes whether the sheets are dry or not. <laughs> oh, God. Safety feature, apparently. Why it's got a fucking timer, I have no idea. The bastard never spins for the duration. <laughs> My washing machine, chirpy little twat. Plays a little ditty when it's turned on. Really? Yeah, yeah. Really? Just shut the fuck up and wash. I've got that washing machine. <laughs> what, what is that about? Why? Why? No one told me that you know. And then we had a small baby. You know, babies who wake up. Yeah. And it's in the it's in the upstairs like landing. And when it finishes. It sings a little triumphant song, <laughs> which goes on forever. I counted the notes once. I'm sure there are about 25 yeah. notes. It's like, that's that, yeah, something like that. Oh, Why is it so happy? I know. Why is it so happy? All you've done is washed quite badly my clothes and not really not that yeah. well, and they're still a bit drippy. So shut the fuck up, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. No, mine, it's the tumble dryer that does. Our, our washing machine is thankfully mute and uh, <laughs> very discreet. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, it's our tumble dryer that does that. It's uh, just... And I can... You know, it's a song... What's the point of it? I don't know, but I, right, I did research our tumble dryer. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, God, and well I, done. But, and I saw the reviews and someone said it plays this really irritating tune and I don't... You can't switch it off, right? Uh, uh, and I read that before we had it. Yeah. And I thought, well, how annoying can that be? I mean, you know, it's just a little... Yeah. Very annoying. Oh, I mean, that now... That would have been a deal breaker for me, honestly. Yeah. That if would have been known. a red flag. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I found you now. I, I still don't know. know what the point of it is. Is it? But why do you need to know that the washing machine's finished? It's obvious, isn't it? Well, you do, because, it stops making a noise. Yes. Anyway. And I mean, I because I hate leaving washing in the machine because yeah, yeah, yeah. then it goes bleh. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm on it. I'm yeah. on it. But. Absolutely. Anyway, maybe there are people who just forget and like, you know, I don't know, go off to the Maldives or whatever. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, this is my favourite. Henry Hoover. He's a knob. Gets stuck everywhere, then gives you the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is the problem. When they sort of anthropomorphise household appliances, it only makes them more irritating it it's just uh, wrong it's just wrong um there's a lot of the iron i mean laundry is a big feature in this one my iron it waits until i'm ironing the last clean shirt in the house before it shits itself yeah. all over the front of it horrible brown lime scaly shite rendering it unwearable this is what happens to my husband because he's the only person who does any ironing in the mm. house because I refuse to iron. Yeah. Um, so he's ironing his own shirts and yet at one point from the kitchen will come, oh, fuck! Yeah. And then you know what's happened. Yeah. He said this bloody iron. And you know the worst thing? It's one of those steam irons that's supposed to make things easier, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's a massive thing. Yes. You really have to do a proper squat to pick it up, yeah. right? You have to bring it downstairs. It's got water in it. Water's all over the stairs. And then you have to put it down there and put it on the floor. And then you have to be careful you don't burn your hand. It's got a really, really long thing. And then you have to get the ironing board out. And that's an absolute nightmare. Oh, because the ironing, ironing board is boards. obviously bigger than the understairs cupboard. So it yeah. has to come out diagonally. Yeah. Honestly, it takes so long for him to start ironing and you can I'm lose a like... finger you can easily lose a finger in an ironing board I'm sure that is something that happens all the no. time you know what just stick with your old shitty crappy irons in fact get a travel iron but you know I the other day and I never ever iron as well I'm mm. the same if, if something needs ironing it just doesn't get bought that's simple <laughs> as that but I was doing a TV show the other day and um, I had brought um, a thing that mm. needed ironing because I, I sort of thought hey, optimistically someone might do it for me uh, but it turns oh. out, I know right 
cheeky mare. So I got what was coming to me because they handed me a travel iron. Oh, God. <laughs> and went, there and you, you go. said, what's this? And I was like, I've oh. never seen one of these oh, before. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. I can do that. But it had, so they had a little like desktop um, oh, no. ironing board. But no, it was brilliant. Oh. It did make me think I could you know that's the way forward simplicity isn't it yes, it's like what I you agree. need is just a washing machine that does washes yeah because our one is like it's about 15 years old it's yeah. amazing oh. and it's, it's going. never given us a moment's bother and it doesn't you know it doesn't complain the things we put in there i'll well, just do one more quickly on laundry my dickwad of a clothes drying rack it waits until I have hung all but the last piece and then randomly collapses in on itself like a fucking bear trap. <laughs> yeah, I've got one of those too. Now I get one of those, it closes upon me. I mean, being little, I yeah. can get it, looks like I've been building a fort because I'm just trapped under a load of laundry. Uh, oh, I hate those things. They're miserable, aren't they? <laughs> Another washing oh. machine one. I love this one. Right, we're not going to drop the C bomb because we've decided that's our line in the sand. So I'm going to use instead, I'm going to use the word cousin. Oh, so this is about a washing machine. Oh, and the washing machine is a real passive-aggressive cousin. If you happen to find a single sock you missed from the wash approximately two seconds after you pushed the wash button. Yeah. Open the door. No, mate, I'm committed now. <laughs> More than my job's worth to open mid-cycle. How the bastarding hell is two seconds mid-cycle when the fucking cycle is two hours, 47 minutes? <laughs> so true. And then you do, yeah, and then you just wait for the lock thing to click off. Oh. That's why, because you know when you see stuff, right, like there's washing machines where it says you can just bung extra things in after it started. And I think a few years back I would have thought, well, why would you need that? Who can't be bothered to wait for the thing and then just open it? And now I'm like, yeah, no, No, totally seen? Did you see that advert where it's a man who's doing the laundry, which Mm -hmm. I thought was interesting? (laughs) Basically, yeah, he dropped a sock, uh, because everybody does, or or on the stairs, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, he just opened this like tiny little door within a door. And put the sock in. Yeah. I want that. I know, I, I know. I need that I know. in my life. Isn't it funny? The things that you did, yeah. never thought you'd want, but you do want. Although what I sometimes do is if I notice that there's a sock that's missing, I have a look at it and I see if it looks clean enough and I just <laughs> pair it with the clean one. <laughs> oh, God! Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Your don't feet are need obviously to... not as crusty as mine. <laughs> you don't need to tell me I'm a savage. I never do it with my socks. I'm talking about the children or my husband. Oh, oh God, I wouldn't. Uh, no, I mean, my socks get washed <laughs> scrupulously. <laughs> so I very much enjoyed this this very sweary thread about appliances. And someone did put on the thread, they said, this thread should be in relationships. It's very cathartic. And it is because I get, I get more annoyed with things than I do even with my husband. You know, I mean, that's, that's how annoyed I get. But before we move on, I feel like we should just uh, a special mention to printers. Mm. Oh, printers, don't get me started. It's like they're actually something else, like a blender <laughs> or a handheld sander, and you're being totally unreasonable in asking them to fucking print something. Mine only uses the black ink if I print PDFs. Word document, no can do, run out of black, colour only, sorry. My printer, it's always the printer, right, someone? I'm not connected. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm low on ink. You have five brand new cartridges can't find the paper it's in your fucking paper tray i'm so with this one as someone who works from home and often i'm on deadline I'm, i've left everything to the last possible minute and i'm like i've got to get this printed out mm-hmm. i'm running and for me the printer 
will never work for me, will always work for my husband. And he then thinks I am doing something wrong. And you can see that kind of... And I'm like, look, it's not me, right? It's just saying looking for printer, looking for printer, looking for printer. The printer's there. I can see the print. The printer is literally there and I've tried putting a cord and nothing is working. And my husband's like, oh, really? No, it's working for me. Why don't you just send it to me and I'll print it? And and I'm like, yes. Yes, it's clearly my fault in somewhere. But no, I would absolutely... If I could take a baseball bat to anything in my house, Uh it would be the print. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. It's the ABU A-List Adjudicator of the Week. And now, Pod are delighted to welcome comedian, radio host and musical genius. Oh, yes, he is. Nick Helm. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Nick. You are our A-list adjudicator this week. Do you feel you're ready for this responsibility? Uh, yes, I absolutely do. I've been training my whole life for this moment. <laughs> and uh, I won't let you down. You won't. I know you won't. I know you won't. Well, before we get your definitive answers to our questions, I'm just going to ask you, how do you, Nick Helm, Put a full stop to the day. How do you relax? I like to relax with a silent pool G&T. But what do you, Nick Helm, do to relax at the end of the day? Uh, I don't. <laughs> no, actually, of course, it was a silly question. I'm, I'm tense all the time. My life is a waking nightmare. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, yeah um, I probably uh, drink more than I should. I watch a film a day. Um, yes. Uh, I don't watch TV, is the thing. I, what I realised was I don't have that level of commitment, but I can mm. I can watch an hour and a half or something. So you can switch off with a movie. And if you... Switch off, to... the bottle of wine helps. But yeah, the film. <laughs> but if you want to relax, what kind of movie would you go for then? Would you go rom-com? Uh, well, maybe. I, any film. To be honest, any film. It's my aim, and, it's, and it might be in vain, but it's my aim. <laughs> In life, to see every film that's ever every made. film that's ever been made, that's incredible. But the bastards keep making new ones, Nick, don't they? That's... <laughs> no, that's really hard. We should call really Hollywood hard. and say, just stop for a bit, so Nick can catch up. <laughs> yeah, then... I'm just, I really am trying to catch up, but it's the same with TV, and I think I've got more of a chance of watching every film than every TV. Yeah, show. no, I think you've got to, something's got to give. You just have to give up on. I've given up on TV completely as well. I just think there's Although, just no. I binge watched. Uh, Nick Knowles' TV series The Retreat last night. Oh, really? Yeah, he goes on a yoga retreat for eight <laughs> episodes. It was and, this where uh, his veganism sprang from? Yes. He was vegan for a little bit, wasn't he? 
Well, he was vegan in this, but I mean, um, spoiler alert, uh, he leaves the show before the, he leaves Nick Knowles' The Retreat before the show is finished. <laughs> I mean, it's still called Nick Knowles' The Retreat, but he's not in the last episode because he hated it so much he just left. <laughs> Oh he says that there's a family emergency, but he also says that actually there isn't an emergency. It's all been sorted, but he feels that he should go back. Oh, it's like no. Really convenient that, that gets you back to the land of <laughs> cigarettes, alcohol and meat. Yeah. Oh, my word. Oh, I'm definitely going to watch that. Oh, it nice. a, it, 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 everyone else comes out of it really well. And, you just, and in actual fact, the show picks up as soon as he goes. So it's like, oh. Right, is it other celebs or is it normal? It's normal, his team, isn't it? Folk? It's his brickies it's, and everything, isn't it? It's uh, it's some normal folk and some people off of DIY SOS. Mm. And uh-huh. you know, you know, uh, I think it's Billy. He comes out of it really well. I mean, I cried. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love! Oh, yeah, did, did I'm he? Unstable, so. Did he get his guitar out at any point? <laughs> Yes, there's oh. loads of that, and you just think, "Oh my God, he's sowing seeds for his career." <laughs> but he's very talented. He does all the DIY, does all the vegan stuff. You know, he 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 plays he guitar. Do all the DIY, does he? He doesn't do, he doesn't do all the DIY. The people that have been hired to do the DIY does it, and he sort of. Uh, he's a host, isn't he? He's, mm. he's a great host. But one of the things that it says in the TV series, uh, you know, like when the way they edit it. It says that, uh, well, regularly I get up at 5.30 in the morning and it's non-stop all day until I fall into bed. And then they cut it and I just want to know, what time does he go to bed? (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of unanswered questions. There are there are a lot of unanswered questions. Uh, speaking of unanswered questions, mm. let's get on with our. Am I being so unreasonable? Because I know. I mean, I'm like Nick Knowles. I'm basically. I'm the new Knowles. Um, segway. It's a segue. It was, it was, it was a seamless segue. Was what it was, Nick. That's right. So, um, Nick Helm, our A-list adjudicator, can you tell me? Am I being unreasonable to think that ten thousand steps is a lot? No. It is a lot. It is. Uh, that's your fact. Um, if you don't hit 10,000 steps, it makes you feel terrible about yourself. Mm. But I think the whole point is that it's meant to be a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's um, good. That's yeah, definitive. It's lot, yes, but, it's yeah, a lot. But, but it is a lot, but it's not un, un, uh, it's not undoable. It, it's a lot, but not too much. Is that what we're saying? I'm saying it's... it's do you know what? It depends what your job is, but... <laughs> I say I was I was filming the other week and I would average about three thousand steps a day because you, you you don't move anywhere you just stood still for an entire day while they yeah. film you, and right? people go and get stuff for you don't they people go and get stuff because they don't trust you not to leave and cut your hair and then come back and they'll be like what he's got a tan and a moustache how has he done that (laughs) it does happen right and uh, so uh, so they don't trust you but like when I've got errands to do I'll do like 16 1600 yeah 16,000 steps will you 16,000 I'm so impressed oh my goodness if I've got errands you can do what kind of errands are these yeah no I can I've done I've done 16,000 17,000. Have you? Yeah, you just, with that, if you get, you I've know. never done that. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, we're kind of slightly related in the whole diet and fitness thing. Am I unreasonable, Nick, to sneak a McDonald's into the cinema? Yes. <laughs> Why? It's disrespectful. It stinks. Yes. It's disrespectful to the other uh, audience members. And uh, you can wait. 
Yeah. Wow. But then what about the hot dogs that they serve, which are, if anything, as Inedible. pungent, aren't they? <laughs> uh, they are pungent, and also the nachos, but at least they have been uh, uh, sanctioned by the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sneaking a McDonald's in... It's Come this on, snap, it's you what... can't wait, you can't wait an hour and a half for a McDonald's, or you no. can't eat a McDonald's before you go in. I mean, it's fast no. food. Maybe it's the whole experience, you know, maybe this is what, what this person likes, you know, they, they have to have the cinema and they have the McDonald's. I don't, eat at I home, don't then. know. Just stop going Stay out. At home. That's selfish, isn't it? It's just selfish. Get a delivery and watch Netflix, but like, you know, don't enforce your own bad manners on other people. Oof. Fair enough. No, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Am I being unreasonable to You've think... got to draw a line somewhere. Well, you do. I mean, but I do. I take in my own pick and mix. Like, I go to Wilco's and get the cheap pick and mix instead of getting the pick and mix in the cinema. But that's all right, Nick, isn't it? They're going to search you. Um, yeah, if you get it in, then that's yours. Okay, lovely. <laughs> if it's smuggled, if it's like for like, if it's just like for like, mm. you know, then I think that that's fine. But if you're, <laughs> oh, I mean, you might as well. What's you might? What's the point? You might as well just like microwave yourself uh, a Marks and Spencer's chicken tikka masala and then take that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, where idea. does it end? Where do we draw the line? I do. I agree where do with you it. draw it's the line? Absolute madness, isn't it? When we'll get a delivery while you're in there. Do you know what I mean? And it's just kind of like, and then the like. <laughs> The guy with a motorbike that. helmet and a torch going up and down the aisles trying to find you. <laughs> it's going to stop. Don't say this because it will start. It will be in the next five years that is going to happen. To be quite honest with you, going to the cinema in 2019 is such a painful experience anyway because people, basically, on their phones, having their McDonald's, it's horrible anyway. So, yeah, so let's just move on, shall we? Because okay. I'm feeling let's tense. Let's make it better. No, it's not going to. It's too late. It's too late. People are selfish. <laughs> All right, the selfish. Well, if it's too late, then fill your boots, eat as much McDonald's as you like. <laughs> yeah, just anarchy in there. Right, am I being unreasonable to think that Frasier was better than Friends? Mm. Yes. You are being unreasonable to think that yes. Frasier was better than Friends, so Friends is better than Frasier, you think, Nick Helm, do you? Yeah, of course it is. Considering Frasier is a spin-off from Cheers, though, Frasier was better than Joey. Yes, 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 that's true. <laughs> and Cheers is probably better than Friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, but Frasier, yeah. I think it's a yeah. smug TV show, and I think everyone thinks it's really clever, but yeah. it's just as basic as all the other TV shows. They just have loads of opera references in it. And <laughs> you know, they think, oh, it's really intelligent because yeah. I get the references. And I don't think it is any more intelligent than anything else. Yeah. I find it smug. It's difficult for me to watch. Okay. Well said, Nick. Helm. I do quite like it, but then I am quite smug, so that's <laughs> fine. I'm, I'm all right with yeah, that. Yeah, you are quite smug. <laughs> this is also food related. Am I being unreasonable to think I could happily never eat cheese again? Well, no. <laughs> am I being unreasonable in making you never eat cheese again? Mm. Yes. Mm. Am I being unreasonable in thinking that I can never eat cheese again? No. Okay, finally, Nick Ham, am I being unreasonable to ask opinions about these trousers? Um, yes. Yes, you are being unreasonable. Yeah, to ask because it. you've provided no context for it. Yeah, <laughs> and that is absolutely 100% fair enough. Why should we have the weight of the world on our shoulders uh, trying to make a decision for you about the trousers if you're not even letting us know what you're going to wear the trousers for? Are you yeah. going out? Are you staying in? Are you fighting fires? 
You, you go to the cinema? Are they, you know, are they your cinema trousers? I don't if you're going to the cinema, then we all know you don't need to wear trousers. <laughs> <laughs> or put it this way, you can take your trousers off once the lights go down. Oh, my. Some people do. Anyway. <laughs> they do. That's when they store their Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel this has been revelatory and also very well done, Nick Helm. This is what we require from our A-list adjudicators is you have been clear, concerned, concise and definitive mm. so thank you very much for that that's all i ever wanted out of life thank yeah. you you are everything i've ever dreamed of and um, you are like me going to edinburgh festival this year mine's called be prepared what's yours called mine's called phoenix from the flames nice and uh, the poster design will be strong because your poster designs are always very strong it is a strong poster i'm, all, I'm doing another show called i think you stink as well though which is a musical that i wrote 10 years ago Oh, nice. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's good. And to, to, where and when are you doing all of these shows in Edinburgh? Uh, Do I'm doing Phoenix from the Flames about 5.40 at the Pleasance Dome. And I'm doing, I think you think, about 9.30 at the Assembly Rooms. But I'm not sure which one. Are you touring it in the autumn? Are you doing any uh, any Yeah, plans I'm doing a post? tour. I'm doing a national tour in... Uh, uh, from late September onwards. Nice. So, yeah. And yeah. truly national. Are you getting up into Scotland and into Wales? And doing Scotland, doing Wales, doing uh, Ireland. Very good. Truly national, that's what I like to say. It's like international, I suppose, if it's Ireland. Well, indeed. He's going. He's taking it international. And we just actually, Asma's just Googled your poster and mm. it is a thing it's of absolute strong. beauty. Well, I'll see you up in Edinburgh. Thank you very, very much for participating in our A-list adjudication today, Mr Nick Thank Helm. You. Thank you. There will be another A-list adjudicator next week. Now, this is the part of the show where we like to muse on our own contributions to ABU. And I have loved reading all your responses Oh, this has this. been a delight, hasn't it? Well, this came out of, yeah, producer Amanda and the two of us were discussing homemade or expensive beauty disasters. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it came out of, I had, well, various ones. I had my eyelashes permed. Not recently. This was a while ago. A few years ago, before I had children, when I had, you know, and I was in the salon and the beautician said, have you ever thought oh about God. having... The minute they say, have you ever thought, just stop. <laughs> Stop listening or run for it. And I thought, well, eyebrow perming, oh, you know, let's see what what that's... Because I'd had my eyebrows, my eyelashes tinted rather. Not eyebrow perming, that'd be really weird. Eyelashes, I'd have my eyelashes tinted and I'd liked it. I'd like to have that quite nice. Um, and she said, oh, I'll, I'll perm your eyelashes to give them a lovely curl. What happened was oh, my no. eyelashes went frizzy. <laughs> it was like a sort of... It was like an 80s bubble perm, but on my eyelashes. Oh my and so and it cost 50 quid and it was quite painful as well because some of the perming stuff went in my eye. And um, I walked out of the dangerous. salon. I know, I know, I could have gone blind. But so for the next at least a week, I could constantly see my own eyelashes. <laughs> Because they were so frizzy. <laughs> and you couldn't put mascara on them or do anything with them. Oh, they were just no. completely burnt and obliterated. And then they started growing out and then bits of them would just fall off. Like, you know, it was awful. I'd just get eyelash dust. 
everywhere. So that oh my god, that was one of mine. What the hell? Honestly, that's just making me feel so uncomfortable. I know. And I'm wincing. Did you go back to the woman and say to her, "I think you'll find"? Or at the time, so no, she was very she scary. It, she, was she was very scary. scary yeah, I bet she was. She oh. was very forceful. She was in Camden, and she was very forceful. <laughs> and um, I, I, yeah. Anyway. Oh I'm... no, you poor thing. That's horrible. God, so, that just reminds me of the one time that I used. Um, I was, well, the first time I used a. Um, it was just an eyelash curler. That's mm-hmm. all it was. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're quite terrifying, they aren't are, they? They are. Uh, there's just something a bit medieval about them, and they're kind of very steel, and they're cold, and they're coming towards you. And you think, yeah. what the heck? Anyway, so I did it, and oh, that's quite good. That one. Oh look. Oh yeah. Try the other one, and of course, you know what happened, don't you? Oh. I put it on my oh. right eye, and I squeezed it, oh. and then I sneezed. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I had no eyelashes. Oh, my god! But you know what? They grew back. Not having eyelashes makes a surprising difference to your face, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I, at the moment, I don't know if you can see, but I went yesterday and had my eyebrows dyed because they're going quite grey. Oh, so man. I'm like, I need to... You know, I didn't even notice because oh, you obviously just you. look... very always kind. look good. Well, do you know, yesterday, the first day that they get done, it's I look like Groucho Marx. <laughs> And I'd had my hair, <laughs> I've had some highlights put in my hair to cover the grey. I mean, ageing is fun, yeah. guys, isn't it? So um, I've got highlights in. So my hair had gone much lighter than I'd expected and my eyebrows were much darker. Oh, and I was no. Like, oh, my oh, God, no. I look like an absolute freak. I had to go and have a meeting. And I was trying to cover, just put kept looking like on. I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. I had my yeah, glasses yeah, yeah. on and then I kept looking like I was thinking very deeply and covering my oh, eyebrows. Oh, that is... <laughs> Oh, the, the things so, we do. Listen, lots of bits of mine have gone grey. We'll get to that later. <laughs> but not my eyebrows. That's horrendous, yeah, Lucy. Full Dennis Healy I've got now. That's, oh, my that's goodness. That's my life. Anyway, anyway, enough of our yes. moaning. Yeah, 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 yeah. There were some brilliant responses on the forum uh, of your own expensive beauty disasters. Oh. Someone says, went to a salon for a body wrap that promised to tone and trim my belly, bum and thighs. Spent an hour on the train to get there, only to find the aforementioned wrap was actually cling film. <laughs> Paid all in, probably £50 for the privilege. Needless to say, the only thing I lost was money. Oh, so true. Do you know, and I had a very similar experience mm-hmm. to that. Because it was all the me rage, too. wasn't it? Yeah, that you had the too. binding... And it was basically, they just oiled you up and covered you in cling film. That's so That's so bad. That's so bad. Oh, my God. I mean, at least I would hope it was like Waitrose premium <laughs> cling film. Do you know yes. what I mean? Or maybe even tinfoil. That would make me feel good. Well, you maybe know, a beautician but... can get in touch and explain <laughs> where the cling film goes. I had one where I did that and they got to the greasing me up bit and I was like, oh, actually, I need to go to the loo. So I went off and I went to the toilet in the salon but I was so greased that I slid off the toilet seat and ended up sort of trapped between the toilet and the wall luckily I wasn't urinating at the time so it was fine but oh that was undignified that really mine says a poster was having 320 pounds worth of 18 inch hair extensions which looked absolutely amazing but weighed a bloody ton which made my head sore they also took forever to wash dry and keep not free I paid another 80 pounds to have them removed two weeks later that's 400 pounds people oh god this was about two years ago and it still pains me we feel your pain we do you could have gone on holiday with that couldn't you yeah I quite fancy the idea of hair extensions and then someone told me what it involved and I thought forget that yeah well no because it is all very and the maintenance of them is very get a wig be Cher be Dolly (laughs) they do lovely with wigs you nothing for 400 quid you could probably get quite a nice wig you could probably get four yeah Anyway, so many great exfoliation stories please if you are squeamish cover your ears now someone has put home bikini wax with cold strips 
I ripped inner labia away from outer labia and ended up in A&E. Not serious, but a lot of blood vessels in that area. Oh, turns my God. Out, turns out you bleed quite heavily from the labia. Oh, <laughs> shit. And another one. While we're being horrified. Down there. Let's do this one. I'd used an epilator on my arms and legs for years and thought it was brilliant. Until one day. I realised I'd save myself a salon trip and use the damn thing on my nether regions too. Oh, no. <laughs> After all, it does the same thing as waxing, doesn't it? I love the sort of jaunty, carefree nature. <laughs> It'll be fine. Oh, <clears throat> OK. Yes. After all, it does the same thing as waxing, doesn't it? Taking the hair out from the root. The bloody thing got caught amongst the hair oh, and wouldn't shit. come off. I almost died from the pain. I then had to switch it off from the mains, <laughs> detach the cord and walk with this thing stuck to my fanny until I found a pair of scissors to lop off the epilator from the hair. Oh, God, and then you're hacking away with scissors. Oh, Never again, she no, says. Well, no, absolutely. You know what I love about this woman? That she's clearly got a lot of hair down there and I totally relate to you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've got to have something to make it worth getting the epilator out for, haven't so you, true. really? Oh, dear. Anyway. <clears throat> did you go- ever put um, uh, egg in your hair? Do you know? Yes. Yeah, we all did. Uh, this one here. As a teen, I read, probably in Jackie, that raw egg was a great hair conditioner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and beer as well. That's what beer we vinegar. That was another one. Oh, I see. I didn't know that one. Mm-hmm. Well, that explains it all. Unfortunately, they didn't point out the need to rinse with cold water. So I used water, the usual temperature for a hair wash, and ended up with a scrambled egg wig. <laughs> Yum! <laughs> oh, my dear mother thought it was the funniest thing she'd ever seen. It took several shampoos to get rid of it, undoing any amazing conditioning that may have happened. <laughs> so the smell. Yes. Oh, of eggs for life. Eggy hair. <laughs> yes, there were many, many people who had put egg in their hair. So that person is not alone. in Because I'd heard it. Yeah. And I I'd, don't think I ever tried that one. I did try vinegar once and it smelled disgusting. I, I think I definitely did the egg thing I did the egg thing it's like it was some sort of mad conspiracy it must have been at some point in the 80s or 90s that somebody decided I tell you what be a laugh (laughs) let's tell a load of women to put egg in their hairs (laughs) someone decided to shave their nail varnish off once I get that do you I get that because I'll tell you why Mm. I've just had shellac Okay. Which is impossible to remove. And so I tried to, I thought, oh, I'll get like um, a nail, you know, like those nail files with the pointy end bit. No, what? Uh, well, I got basically a knife. I mean, it was <laughs> effectively, I tried to take my nail varnish off with a knife. That, guys, little health warning for you. Don't do that because you will cut your toe. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I just was in a hurry. It's when you're in a hurry as well. That's the other thing, isn't it? Is yeah. you think, oh, well, I'll just... I'll just do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because somebody said that if you put... To do your toenail varnish, just whack it on and don't even bother about getting it on your skin because what you do is you just let it dry and then you have a shower and the shower will take all the stuff that's oh, on your skin off and this. just leave you with beautifully painted nails. I know. Well, And I thought, well, of course this is genius. Yes, this sounds amazing. No. Cut to me in the shower, <laughs> desperately scrubbing away at my toes, <laughs> about to go to yoga and thinking I'm going to look oh, no. insane because I've got purple <laughs> all, all over, over my skin. <laughs> it's going to look like I just... Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> Don't believe everything you read. I mean, that really is the main, main lesson here. Fake Tanner, 
That's always a good one. The fake tan. I've had so many fake tan disasters. And someone says, as a teen, I used a fake tanner for my face. It looked great, except I got a dark patch in the crease by my mouth. <laughs> was due to see a boy I liked and was desperate to get rid. Thought exfoliating would work. Oh, used God. a pumice stone and had a huge scab that looked like a massive cold sore and it didn't go away for weeks. <laughs> I did not get with the boy. I blame the scab. Oh, oh. fake tan. Another thing. I, I don't understand it. I still don't understand understand it oh, I've, I've had tried some it because I've got a brown face and white legs and it's just you know it's just stupid so you try to put it on and it's just what it's, it's it's I think you need a degree to apply it don't well you, you need someone else to do it okay with someone professional someone <laughs> with a spray gun and no sense of disgust or danger because uh, yeah because I've had it where um so I've had like professional spray tan but if you don't lift your buttocks, <laughs> then you get like a white triangle under the buttock region. And similarly, under, the underboob can be um, Hang on, very hang on. Rewind, rewind. So wh- if you don't lift your buttocks, right? So basically, you have to stand in front of another complete stranger. Yeah, who is all right, I can do that. air gunning you <laughs> and say, if they don't suggest it, and a good beautician will suggest it, but if they don't, you have to say, I'm sorry, would you just mind if I lift my buttocks? <laughs> I'm just going to spread my cheeks. Sorry, I do, I do apologise. Oh. Oh, I see. I so get you've got it to like now. lift up because otherwise yeah, 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 the, the yeah, overhang, yeah. unless you are incredibly pert. Oh, I, of think you, I think you can see that I'm not. Then um, I, I haven't <laughs> been looking, but um, but I would say liar. <laughs> so listen, they were absolutely amazing. We have revisited many, many uh, teenage nightmares. Which guess what? We're still doing. Oh. Uh, please keep them coming because I could read them all day. I could, and I've probably done most of them. So don't be shy. So thank you very much for listening. We will be back in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Am I Being Unreasonable? Brought to you by Mumsnet. Presented by Lucy Porter and Asma Mir and produced by Amanda Redman. You can contribute to the forum by registering at mumsnet.com. Follow them on Twitter at Mumsnet Towers and Insta at Mumsnet. And get in touch with the podcast by writing to aibupod, that's A-I-B-U pod, at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thanks to Acast for hosting and most of all, thank you for listening. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers.